Deutsche Welle. Learning by ear. Listen up. Shape your future. Hello, Philomen. Hello, everyone. Hey, Alphonse. Today in Learning by Ear, we're talking about homosexuality. Homosexuality? Ugh. What's wrong, Alphonse? Don't you know what it is? Of course I do. What do you think? We talk about it at school among friends. It's when men like men and women like women. Yep, that's right. It's when people are attracted to people of the same sex. Oh, but it's dirty. I mean, it's against nature. But why? It's all about feelings. Why don't you listen to this report and we'll talk about it later. Okay. Okay, and now we're off to Johannesburg. I think I've always known that I was different, different in the sense that I've always liked women more than men. So I felt maybe there was something wrong with me. Then, I mean, all my friends were starting to date and they were all seeing guys. So I tried it with dating a guy, but it did not work. And yeah, that's when I decided I'm going to be myself and be true to myself. And I was around 15. When she was a teenager, Musangubane became aware of her homosexuality. This young South African recalls her first steps into a world that was totally unknown to her at the time. Yeah, fortunately for me, I I discovered that there was a um, women's soccer team around my neighborhood and I found out that a um, large number of the people who were already playing for that team were already seeing women, you know. Yeah, as from then on, it started becoming easier for me to, to be myself and to express my sexual identity. Musa was able to come to terms with her sexuality despite the often hostile gaze of others. I did actually speak to my older sister about it and she became really understanding and very supportive. And the friends that I used to have before, they were very understanding. Yeah, um, I would get people of all ages talking negatively to my face about my sexual orientation, you know. Um, I would actually get threatened by some of the guys because they think we want to be guys as well and yeah we want to steal their girlfriends away from them and stuff like that so i would actually get a lot of verbal abuse from the younger generations and i would also get older people saying what kind of a woman am i to date other women you know the prejudices musa talked about are still going strong at the beginning of the 21st century, as it shows when people on the streets of Johannesburg are asked what they think of homosexuals. Mm, basically, I think it's a sin in the first place, but secondly, they can as well be accepted in the community. But there's no way in the Bible where it talks of um, gay people and what have you. But also, I think they must respect themselves because most of them, they, they just, they wild. They're overdoing things. They'll be wearing miniskirts in a way that normal women don't wear them. And maybe that is what annoys people. I'm Ingrid. I am 63. 
it's not something that I would say yes, go ahead and do. But I'm all right with it. You know, it doesn't intrude in my life, so everybody's free to do what they want to do. My name's Reinhardt and I'm 44. Well, I think to each their own, eh? Guys like any other person. My name Rosina. I'm 32 years old. For my side, this is not good. Because if you are a man, you must have your wife, then make children. You understand? Yeah, it's a sin. I don't think at the beginning that was happened. It's just a modern new thing that happens. Is homosexuality a new thing? Not at all, but it's a prejudice that is widespread. The term homosexuality was first invented by an Austrian in the 19th century, but it has always existed in Africa and in the rest of the world. Most African languages have several words for designating different homosexual practices, which means that they were not unusual in traditional societies. Depending on people and time, homosexuality was a rite of passage, a mark of equality between two people, or on the other hand, the expression of domination between master and slave. Sometimes it was practiced when there was a lack of men or women. But coming back to South Africa today, like Musangubane, Stanley Mabena works for Behind the Mask. This organization based in Johannesburg helps homosexuals across the continent and campaigns for their rights. Stanley first had sex at 17 and it was homosexual sex. And that happened with my cousin. Hey, I didn't know how did it happen, but eventually, I mean, that was the first time, I mean, getting to be in touch with myself, you know. And there were times when I, like, felt um, bad about it in such a way that, uh, because I, I felt like I cannot talk to anyone about it. It was difficult for me in such a way that I remember I attempted committing suicide. Thanks to Behind the Mask, Stanley managed to build up his life as he wanted to. His mother also helped him by making the effort to try to understand him and talk to him. His father needed several months to accept his son's homosexuality because he was ashamed of it. Now Stanley is 31 and hopes to make life easier for other homosexuals who come across hostility. We, we do have gay people that are getting killed. I feel very kind of sad because all of these things, they happen now also, while there's still also the constitution that protects and serves us as well, you know, as a gay person. The constitution is there, but at the same time, people sh should also change in a, in a sense that they accommodate the constitution that we're having and the human rights. If I understand correctly, homosexuality is not a new phenomenon in Africa? No, 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 not at all. And it's not the white colonizers who brought homosexuality to Africa, despite what some people think. As we were saying earlier, homosexual practices can be found in several traditional societies. Oh, okay. And so homosexuality existed in different forms, you know, between men and between women. That's right. But several African countries banned homosexual rights and practices when they became independent. And in some states today, homosexuality is still considered a crime, punishable by fines or even imprisonment. Hmm. I think homosexuality is weird. I'm not surprised that many people are shocked. 
It doesn't surprise me that some people think it's a sin against God's will. <laughs> some even think that homosexuality is a disease. All this means that it's often difficult for homosexuals to find a foothold in society. Uh, and is it true? That it's an illness? <laughs> no, Alphonse. In the mid-1980s, the World Health Organization removed homosexuality from its diagnostic manual of mental disorders. And in 1992, the WHO removed homosexuality from its international classification of diseases altogether. In theory, all the signatory states of WHO charter recognize that homosexuality is not a disease, that it cannot be cured, and that it is not contagious. That means it can't be caught like a virus. Hmm. So uh, so I, I can talk to homosexuals like to normal people? Of course, because they are normal people. You can shake their hand, eat with them. You're not at risk of anything. Hmm. Talking of which, do you know Richard's brother, the grocer? George, of course I know him. He's gay. What? <laughs> and you didn't even notice, although you've known him since you were a little boy. George? Gay? Yep, my little brother. You see, you can't just tell from looking at someone. Well, that's something. George, I would never have imagined that. He seems so normal. That's the point. So according to what you told me earlier, in some countries, people like George get sent to prison? Mm -hmm. Oh, But if they're like George, they haven't done any harm to anyone. You've just heard another Learning by Ear program on the subject of civil society and participation. If you want to listen to the program again or to send us your feedback, go to www.dw-world.de. There you also find our other programs of Learning by Ear. Thanks for listening and goodbye for now. <laughs>